0: Alright, everyone. Welcome to God's house this morning. And as we take a look at our theme, that discipleship, especially today, taking a look at worship. Was it me to worship our Lord as we go through this service? Open up your eyes and your hearts and give that praise to our Heavenly Father. We join him with our first hymn Praise the Lord, the Almighty. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. In his great mercy, God made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in our sins. Hear the word of Christ through his called servant. I forgive you all your sins, name the Father and of the Son, to the Holy Spirit. Amen. In peace let us pray to the Lord for the well being of all people everywhere they may receive from you all they need to sustain body and life. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the spread of your life-giving gospel throughout the world, that all who are lost in sin may be brought to faith in you. Hear our prayer, O Christ. Christ, have mercy. For patience and perseverance in this life, that we may not lose the hope of heaven as we await your return. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord of life, live in us that we may live for you. Amen. Amen. Please be seated as we sing our hymn response. <laughs> and that we see with that forgiveness that is ours. May we live for our Lord. Once you were alienated from God, and we were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. Present you holy, in this sight, without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue your faith, establish and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard, that has been proclaimed to every preacher under heaven, of which I call to become a servant. And I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions, flesh, is, for the sake of his body, which is the truth. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept in for ages and generations was now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, and my be teaching everyone with all wisdom, so we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy, Christ so powerfully works in me. This is the word of our Lord. We continue with our psalm this morning, Psalm Mm 119. Christ. Now, our text for this morning's Meditations refers to the book of Revelation, chapter five. Dear friends in Christ. just saying that him, as you take a look at our theme for today, I think that's one of those dove sermons. I mean, if we know if we're a disciple of Christ, if we're a follower of Christ, we're supposed to worship the Lamb. Maybe some of you are thinking, okay, that's great. Let's give you one of these short sermons. One sentence and that's it. Sorry to disappoint you. It's going to be a little bit longer than one sentence. But when you think about our discipleship, who are we to worship? In the New Age movement, so many are questioning who we are to worship. Oh, some say if you want to worship Christ, that's fine. But if you want to worship nature, that's that's Okay. Or you have that spirituality, or or you have that that energy, (coughs) that you feel this energy, you can worship whatever you want. But when you take a look at scripture, that's not the case. When you take a look at being a student of Christ, being one of his disciples, we see that we have to worship that lamp of glory. that's what we want to take a look at this morning, to, to take a look at that worship I mean, last week we heard about being a disciple, the way we're building up as a church. And today we're going to take a look at who we are to worship. And here is John, exiled from Atlas. And God opens up these different revelations, these different visions for him to see. And he gets to see this worship. And just just take a look at the beauty of this worship that's before us this morning. And we'll also see that we're we're part of that worship. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands, and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne, and the living creatures, and the elders. John wasn't trying to give us the number of angels. We're never told in Scripture how many angels, but what he's showing here is that large number. I mean, thousands upon thousands, 10,000 10, times 10,000. I mean, picture that in your mind. Here's the throne of God. You have that Trinity sitting there, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And circled around them are all of these hundreds of thousands of angels. I mean, what a beautiful picture we, we have before us. And there, around this throne, giving that praise to that Lamb, to that lamb of God. The and then around them are the four creatures that John's been talking about in Revelation. Those four creatures that he, he had trouble describing, the description of them. But again, we would see that these four creatures would represent angels too. But one was the form of a man, one in the form of an eagle, one in form of an ox. But here they were. These creatures, then around them are the elders, the 24 elders. You may wonder, why 24? Well, you got the 12 tribes of Israel, and then you got the patriarchs. Here you have the disciples and the patriarchs, the fathers of those 12 tribes. They're all around this throne. They're worshiping that God, they're worshiping that Lamb. Faith. What that was to be like. To hear that praise. The way we see that circle getting bigger and bigger and bigger, that worship. The way we are even included in that worship. We are told who we are to worship. There is no question about it. We were heard about in our first reading for us this morning that again, through Christ, We're no longer aliens and we're no longer foreigners to God, but we're we're part. We're part of His disciples. And then, too, with the lesson of Mary and Martha, we see what's so important to to be gathered around that word, to give that worship to that lamb. The postmodern world may again say, Worship whoever you want, whatever you want, wherever you want. When you take a look at Scripture, Pretty plain. It's pretty plain of, of who we are, are to worship. And I'm thinking, what was it like for John to see this vision? I mean, after all, here he is, he's exiled on this island, all by himself. In. He missed his congregations, he missed to worship the brothers and sisters of the faith. But all of a sudden, he sees. Sees the elders, and and it must have brought him again to to think of, yes, I can worship here. I can worship that that lamb of glory. And and then to to hear what was said, we take a look. In a loud voice, they were saying, worthy is the lamb who was slain, receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory. To hear that worship, to hear those hymns that were being sung. And then we realize that yeah, this is the land. This is the land that came for me. That, that lamb that was pictured in all the Old Testament sacrifices. Or I think of that sacrifice in the Day of Atonement, where they would take two lambs and one would be slaughtered. They would take some of that blood from that slaughtered lamb, put it on the other lamb, and let it go in the wilderness symbolizing again that our sins were not seen by God, they were totally forgotten and forgiven. I the part of that love be taken, spread over the verse you see it again, so that, that God could not see his law and could not see the way we fell short of that law. So we would have that forgiveness. But then I think of that day that John the Baptist is out there just preaching, worshiping. And also he looks up and sees Jesus coming. <coughs> remember the words he said. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Think of that. Here's this Lamb that died for us. His blood that was shed on the cross covers our sins to, to make us his disciples. And then I think of that praise. Do you, you notice those seven words there? Power and wealth and wisdom and strength. Honor, glory and praise. Jesus didn't get all that when he was in this life, did he? Oh, well, he had the power. We see that power when he performed his miracles, when he raised the dead, fed the 5,000. But he didn't use all his power, did he? When well, he was on the cross, and they said, uh, you say to why not come down from that cross? He didn't. He surely didn't receive that praise and that honor, did he? he was handed over by his own countrymen, handed over, betrayed by one of his own disciples. I like some of the last words that he heard were crucify, crucify. That mockery as he went to the cross, that lamb went for us. He didn't receive that grace. He gave up all that heavenly glory for us. The time of fully come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, redeemed redeem those yet under the law. He gave up all those riches, all that honor, all that strength for you and for me to die for us. So that we could worship him. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in the same To him who sits on the throne of the Lamb be praised, and honor and glory and power forever and ever. To give that praise to that one. That's what we isn't it? Every week we get together. Every time we open up that word of God, we get to worship Him. We get to give that, that praise to Him, and, and we're circling around that throne. And I would encourage you today, especially as we get into the liturgy for the Lord's Supper, just listen to some of the words there. We'll be talking about that land, that land that was slain for us, where we see the very body and blood of our Lord and Savior and Savior. At the end, as we say that prayer at the end, following communion, they'll tell us again about that foretaste of that heavenly being. I think of that circle again, what's described in our vision for this morning of that worship. Then I think of all the saints that are in heaven now. And that one day soon, we'll get to go to that banquet too. That banquet that's described throughout Scripture. That table that He set before us, before our enemies. That we get to enjoy that heavenly banquet. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb to receive our worship. Not just on Sunday mornings, not just on Thursday evenings. But each and every day. Let's take a look at me the way our ten pants were this morning. The four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshiped. Amen. So shall it be. This is true. The elders have the singing They bowed down and worship, not out of fear, but out of reverence. That privilege to be seen, that Be part of that heavenly realm. What an opportunity we have and a privilege that God gives us. He doesn't need our praise. Guys, for past understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We join together. In our prayers this week, we like to remember Naomi Enter and Chris Hathaway to united in marriage on this coming Saturday. We bow our heads. Prayer. Heavenly Fathers, we ask you to be with Naomi and with Chris. As they about enter, their new chapter, their best husband and wife. may you be invited guest at all their meals. May you be the center of their homes. Continue to watch over them and continue to bless them. Be with us all as we're Remember the gift that you've given to us in our spouses. Be with us as we strengthen our marriages, as we walk in your path. Heavenly Father, what an opportunity and privilege you give us to come to your house of worship and to give our praise to as we see ourselves around that room. We lift up our voices in our lives in praise and worship to you. Be with us so that others may see that joy, that love that's in our hearts and knowing that we are one of your disciples. But more importantly, in these coming days of this week, use us to bring that news about our Savior to people that we We ask this in his name. And we prepare our hearts for the sacrament. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. And we lift them up to the Lord. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. It is good and right so to do. It is truly good and right that we should at all times and all places give you thanks, O Lord, Holy Father. Almighty everlasting God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Who has called us to be his own, so we may live under him and his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocent and blessed. Therefore, with all the saints on earth and post of heaven, we praise your holy name and join their glorious songs. Took bread and thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this, remembrance me. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave to them, saying, Drink from it all. This is my blood, and new covenant, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink in remembrance. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. Now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon me gracious. The Lord look on good favor and give you peace. Amen. Please be seated. A couple of quick announcements that next Sunday, following our worship service, uh, the steering committee uh, will be meeting for our church picnic. Uh, the church picnic will be on Sunday, September 18th. Uh, anyone wishing to join that committee uh, to assist in that planning, uh, will be meeting following the service. Two weeks from today, on July 31st, I'd like to meet with all the parents uh, that are sending their children to our Christian Day Schools. You'll be receiving an email this week uh, describing a little bit more about that meeting. But that'll be Sunday, July 31st, following our virtual service. Following singing our last hymn, Brian Moore, member of the Properties Committee, would like to address the congregation asking for some help on with our properties. But before that, let's turn together giving that last praise. As we think of that forgiveness, the way the Lord watches over us and takes care of us each day, may truly all of us give that praise to him for it.